Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on today. We've got three big interviews coming your way. We've got Dr. Katie Kuhlman. Going to talk about serial killers and why we're so uh, interested in them. This Jeffrey Dahmer thing is on Netflix now. We've also got Dr. Robert Malone Part 2. And he's going to answer the question, does he think any human being should be taking these shots for COVID-19? We're going to get into that. You're not going to want to miss a second of that. Plus, we've got campus reform in the program. There's a lot going on, a lot to get to on your Thursday. I'm feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? Carrie, how you doing? You good? I am. How are you? Making it happen. Getting it done. You know, it's what we do. Polo's in the house. Polo just promoted... Assistant Program Director, WOAI, our flagship. Congrats, brother. You deserve it. Thank you. Sam in the house, getting it done, Sam. There you go. We wait for it now, Sam. Very well deserved for my man, Polo. Thursday, almost Friday. We say, I haven't talked that much today, to be honest. I don't know what the, song, what the, the singing voice is going to be like. We'll try it, though. Let's go. Feeling all right. Glad to have you. My absolute pleasure. Carrie, the problem is I sometimes get too much. I got about seven and a half, which is way too much for me. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Yeah. I'm still like shaking the collar. Now, I've gotten a lot done today. A lot. So don't misunderstand. I'm working. But I just, you know, I'm in sort of a five, like five, five and a half is what I you'd normally get. Mm-hmm. I get more than that. I'm in trouble. More than five and a half? I'm telling you, five, five and a half is what I normally get. Wow. Okay. Okay. Got like seven and a half. I'm like, what's what's this all about? <laughs> <laughs> Most people do this, really? <laughs> yes, actually, we do. Kind of yeah. weird, isn't it? Kind of as you get older, you know, you wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning, you're ready to have breakfast by, ready to have lunch by nine, dinner I'm not by in bed three. by three or four in the morning. In what bed. are you talking about? Well, I know, but... but well, that's why the early bird special is like at 4 p.m. for dinner. I'm like, <laughs> yes, why is dinner at 4 p.m. for somebody? It is dinner, yes. They got to go to bed so they can get uh, up at I, three I, or four I in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, couldn't, I, I don't think I can get used to getting seven, seven and a half hours of sleep a night. Some people get like 15 mm. hours of sleep. I don't know how they do it. But um, yeah, and it's just a little different today. And it's funny because I, two of the interviews that I've got today, I didn't do today. Of course, part two with Malone was done yesterday. And then uh, Katie Kuhlman, we actually had her Monday or Tuesday. And I was glad to bring her on today. I wanted to make sure that people would, would see the interview and, and, and get to enjoy it. But um, I've only done one interview to, uh, today. And I normally, I'd be singing and doing eight interviews. My, my voice would be way more warmed oh, up than so it is. that's it's, why that it weird? sounded like it did today. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Wow, that wow, makes really? Perfect sense. Why do I try it to was, talk to you like a human? I, well, I, it was a little. Why do I do that? A little bad. A little bad. Okay. Well, it was better than what you did because you didn't do it for the people, which is uh, which is important. All right. All right. Um, there is a lot going on today, and I want to get to some uh, some stories of interest. I want to start out with the the verdict in the sentencing phase 
181958. Now, Carrie, I understand when you read the story, you'll probably say his name. Mm-hmm. I had a respect for Andy Pollock and others who are parents who lost children that day. I just call him by his prison number, the guy who killed everybody in Parkland, Florida. But he was sentenced today, and it was a surprising sentence, one that I talked to Andy about not too long ago. But do me a favor, give me the nuts and bolts of what happened today, then I'll give you my, my thoughts on it. Yep, from Fox News, parents of the victims of the 2018 Parkland, Florida high school shooting are speaking out on Thursday following a Broward County jury sentence that would give their children's killer life in prison, not the death penalty. Fred Gutenberg, who lost 14-year-old daughter Jamie Gutenberg in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School massacre, has said he hopes the shooter, 24-year-old Nicholas Cruz, dies in prison. I'm stunned. I'm devastated. There are 17 victims that did not receive justice today, he told reporters. My daughter, you'll notice she was the 16th of the 17 to be read today as she was shot running down a hallway. Now, what mitigating factor was it that they used on her? Were they going to suggest he didn't have the fine motor skill to shoot that gun as she was running down the hallway? This jury failed our families today, but I will tell you the monster is going to go to prison. And in prison, I hope and pray he receives the kind of mercy from prisoners that he showed to my daughter and the 16 others, Gutenberg said. He is going to go to prison and he will die in prison and I will be waiting to read that news on that. And Gutenberg said he did not know how the jury had reached its conclusions because of what happened to our families. We are all in this position now of doing the work that we do around this country to keep this from happening to another family. And this decision today only makes it more likely that the next mass shooting will be attempted, he added. Gutenberg said he would visit his daughter's grave to tell her what happened and that he will always love her. The parents of 14-year-old Alyssa, Lori, and Dr. Ian Aladef also voiced their disbelief. We are beyond disappointed with the outcome today, Lori said. This should have been the death penalty 100%. 17 people were brutally murdered February the 14th, 2018. I sent my daughter to school and she was shot eight times. I'm so beyond disappointed and frustrated with this outcome. I do not understand. Uh, Carrie, thanks. I saw the verdict. And as those of you who've listened to me for a long time know, I grew up in South Florida, not far from where Parkland, Florida is, where Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School is. Become very, very good friends with Andy Pollock and, um, Texted him right before I came on the air tonight. Now, I had Andy on last week, and he said that he was for life in prison because he believes that 18-1958, this disgusting, heinous killer, will be treated like pedophiles are treated in prison, like other people who murder children are treated in prison. And he thinks that he won't see anywhere near the length of life he would normally have had he not committed this horrible crime. But even with that said, Andy and I agreed right before I came on the air and again, I grew up in Florida where they kill people when they, when they commit heinous crimes, and they're not going to kill them. So if this case doesn't rise to the level of you kill the bad guy, then why do we have the death penalty? What is the death penalty for if it's not for somebody who is not incompetent mentally? Um, he's certainly deranged, but it doesn't mean that he wasn't competent to know what he was doing, and he was competent to stay in trial, even though he, he pled guilty. Um, I don't understand what case has to happen for a piece of garbage like this to get the government-sanctioned death penalty. Why do you have it? What is it saved for? I remember growing up, they had the electric chair in Florida. That turned out to be too inhumane, as if somebody who kills dozens of people, and in some cases that many, in this case 17, 
Why, why would we have to be humane with that person? Ted Bundy was killed in the electric chair. Rightfully so. He's out there killing college co-eds. It doesn't make any sense. What What is it? And I don't agree with Fred Gutenberg on his gun stance, but I agree with what he said here. What was, was the mitigating circumstance in him killing Gutenberg's daughter to not say, yes, that rises to the level of this guy should die? Now, Andy's point was last week when I had him on and in our private conversations that generally speaking, those in death row get treated with kit gloves. They're in isolation where they're away from the, the population, the general population of the, of the prison, and they, they live for 22 years. And I don't want this guy to get 22 extra years just because. I'm not sure that the appellate process would be the same for somebody in, 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 with the evidence that's against this guy. There is no doubt he did it, and he isn't even denying he did it. So I don't know that he would have spent that long on death row, but let's say that he's the average death row inmate you don't want them to get two extra decades. All of these parents don't have their kids for that entire time, knowing he's alive, eating, breathing, thinking, smiling, doing whatever he wants to do. Yes, he's confined, but he's alive. So I agree with the parents, even though we disagree on some of the other issues. I agree with all of the parents who said, if this isn't a death penalty case, what is? And at that point, the death penalty as a deterrent becomes a mockery. And again, I disagree with the one parent, I think it was Gutenberg, who said, there is no deterrent now for the next person to do it. Well, I disagree with that. I think the next person should be identified before he or she does it, and then we stop them, and we protect our kids in school with good guys with guns. Having said that, I do believe the death penalty can serve as a deterrent in many cases. And there are studies that say it doesn't, because they ask people, would you have committed the crime, or would you not have committed the crime, had there been the death penalty available, and they all said, yeah, I still would have done it, whatever. They're saying it's not a deterrent because you don't know who it's deterred from doing it. You can't question the people that might have done it, but for the death penalty. You're only talking to people who actually committed crimes. The, the crimes that haven't been committed in Florida may not have been committed because there was a deterrent there. Now there really isn't. So again, my, my simple question is this. If this isn't a death penalty case, please explain to me what is? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Right, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. We've got Dr. Katie Kuhlman, bottom of the hour, about 12, 13 minutes from now. Dr. Robert Malone, the uh, inventor of mRNA technology. He's the patent holder. Don't listen to the fake fact checks out there. And uh, we get into a lot. We get into um, you know exactly what's going on with these shots, exactly whether he thinks uh, humans should take it or not. Does he agree with Dr. Peter McCullough, who we had on earlier this week? It's a very in-depth conversation. Make sure you stick around for that. Plus, we've got campus reform on the program as well. Got to remind, listen, inflation numbers came out today. It went up again. It just keeps on going up, and the cost of living keeps on going up for all of us. Heating bills expected to rise by 50 to 200% this winter. It's a powerful heating technology used by Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. It's already helping thousands of people save money on their heating bills. You need this. 
at uh, Eden Pure, an advanced heating engineer team, has combined an infrared heating system and a convective heating system into one space heater. These two technologies work together to heat a home better than your current furnace, boiler, baseboard heater, and other space heaters as well. They use two forms, two technologies of heating technology to heat a room. The Gen 40 heater makes you feel warmer and reduces your heating bills. Don't wait for, uh, for the winter cold to get even even colder. It's already cold in a lot of, part of the, uh, parts of the country. I'm talking to people every day about it. Get your Eden Pure Gen 40 heater today. Right now, you're going to get an additional $50 off the Gen 40's sale price with their discount code when you go to the website. EdenPureDeals.com. Enter code PAGS50. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is pags the number five zero shipping is free. Get this done and get it done right now. Do you think it's appropriate for the killer of 17 innocent people in Parkland, Florida in 2018 to be able to live until he just dies naturally in prison? Got life in prison today. That's what, that was the suggestion uh, by, the, by the, uh, the jury. They are saying life in prison. I don't understand why they would say that in the voir dire portion of choosing a jury. Generally speaking, the prosecution will ask, are you okay with sentencing somebody to die if, in fact, the case is heinous enough and they're found guilty? Generally, they would ask that question, and if somebody says, I'm not for the death penalty, they would be kicked off the jury. Maybe a juror lied. I don't know. I don't know what situation or what mitigating factor there could have been for them to say this bad guy should live out his natural life. Your thoughts on that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com. If you want to contact me, you can click on contact at the website. That'll send an email to the team. But to be sure that you get me, you can go to JoePags.com and click on watch now. You click on watch now. I read the chat during the uh, during the breaks, and I'll see what you're saying. So go there and click on watch now uh, as I go to the phone lines. 888-941-7247. Ken Yakimo, what's going on? Hi. Joe, how you doing today? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. Hey, brother. Just listen to your your show today. This this, this guy's going to get life in prison, meaning that he will have visitation with his family in the future, and the families of these kids and these teachers aren't going to get that. It's the true. only good thing about his sentence is he'll be put in total population with the rest of the inmates, and he'll get dealt justice. Well, I agree. Uh, he, I think he's going to get some justice. We shouldn't have to leave it up to the inmates, though. And that opens a line on our very busy phone lines, 888-941-7247, I don't want the general population to have to do it. If we've got a criminal justice system that works, and it clearly doesn't, in many parts of the country, it just doesn't work, um, and it needs to, you have to have deterrence that will make the next guy say, "I, I might not do that. You can't let a mob go and rob a store and then do nothing, arrest nobody, because the, the mob's going to rob the next store. You can't let somebody who is raping people out early because you feel better about the numbers in prison if they get out early. There has to be a system in place, and we've got a flawed system, but it's the best on the planet, I believe. You have to have a system in place that will tell the bad guys there's going to be a consequence if I do this. I won't get away with it scot-free. If they catch me, they might kill me. If they catch me, I might never ever get out of, out of prison again. There has to be that. And right now, no cash bail, releasing people on their own recognizance, the vice presidential nominee trying to raise money for those who are rioting you know, out there and got, and got arrested. I mean, there's something wrong here. Going to Jacob Blake, 
from Wisconsin who sexually assaulted somebody and, and had a knife while fighting police officers. He ended up getting shot, telling him he's a hero. Kamala Harris told him, you're my hero. Come on, dude. You know, it's upside down. So again, if this isn't the case, if this isn't the happenstance or the circumstance that says, yes, he should die for what he did, what is? I'm waiting for somebody to tell me, who all, look, I believe in the death penalty. Oh, yes, I'm a Christian, but I believe in the death penalty. There are consequences to you bringing heinous evil to human beings. And if one person compares this to abortion, I'm, I might lose. I might just lose my stuff. I might, because you're aborting an innocent child that did nothing wrong. If you can't tell the difference, there, there's something wrong with you. Let me go to the phone line, say hello, and welcome to uh, Dan in Kansas City. Dan, what's up? Hey, Joe, great show tonight. I honestly think that uh, maybe the jurors are thinking the same way that you and uh, Mr. Pollock are. Let, uh, put him in prison for life, and his life will probably be a lot shorter than 22 years. Well, I don't think that's their job, though. And I hear you, Dan, and that could be happening. Opens up a line for us. That could be happening, but I don't think that's their job. Their job is to say, here's the crime. Here are the punishments that you can offer up and you can decide on. If 17 dead innocent people at school on Valentine's Day isn't enough, what is? Who gets it then, if not him? And and I'm questioning having the punishment available, but I don't understand what level of crime you have to commit to get it. And and it's not becoming clear to me. Do I think he'll die in prison? Yes. Am I, am, am I going to go to hell for saying what I'm about to say? Do I want him to die in prison? I do. Because he's a really bad guy. He's, a, he's the devil on, on the planet. But why not utilize the punishment that's available? Or get it off the books. Don't make it available. Craig, Minnesota, what's going on? Hey, I've, I've always been a capital punishment type guy. But uh, in case like this, why not just put this kid in uh, solitary confinement, a little eight by six cell or whatever, Put him on a live TV feed, just like he's on uh, Survivor or one of these other stupid shows, and let people watch and see how miserable he is. That in its own self might be a pretty good deterrent to some other knucklehead with bright ideas. I disagree, Craig, because it would make them feel like they're stars. It would make them feel like they are the center of attention and he'll be getting what he wants. I, I, I really believe that. Listen, it's not a horrible idea. But I think that people would do it just to get in solitary confinement and become their own TV star. Bob, San Antonio, 30 seconds. That's all I got. Let's go. Joe, there's two things real quick. I think one juror is the one that held out. All that had to do was convince one juror. That's got to be unanimous. So that defense attorney did his job. Clearly. Look, the guy has the right to a defense. And the defense attorney got him life and not death. That was the goal. Their attorneys did a very good job. The prosecution should have done a better job. And, and I don't, Carrie, have you seen somewhere that it said that one juror was the one that held out? Can you check that for me? Yeah, I can't. Well, I was. Um, if you need a story, I can do it. But I ran across it earlier today where the foreman had said there was one person on the jury that was against the death penalty. Like the last caller said, it has to be unanimous. Yeah, I, I, I don't need the entire story. I appreciate you verifying that. Um, again, in the voir dire, the prosecution should have made, made sure they didn't have somebody who was anti-death penalty on that jury. That was a failure by the prosecution, without a doubt. Dr. Katie Coleman, when we come back, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer and how he did die in prison. Um, now, I did this interview before this verdict came out, so we won't mention this, but it is all related. Keep it right here.
This is the Joe Pegg Show.